views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody, welcome. It's so great to have you all tune us in, turn us on. And as usual, I get so absolutely jazzed and excited about what I do and get to do it. And as I said yesterday, thanks to all of you. Um, we've taken all of your feedback, and I can't say this enough. Uh, taking your feedback over a 13-year period, uh, have created some of the amazing technology uh, suggestions that you've asked for. And pretty much we're looking at October for us to be launching those channels on TransformationRadio.fm. You, you all have been listening to us on Transformation Talk Radio, but also flagship station WBLQ, uh, AM 1150 uh, KKNW, CRN, and a bunch of other places. And we thank you for that. And, and I just want to say that we have this new technology that you all have suggested which we're going to be sharing with you in October. And it is because of all of you that we get to do what we do. And I am so grateful, so grateful for all the ideas, suggestions, uh, and beyond. Because I don't even know what I don't know about what all of you love to hear about. But that's why you guys have said, we love you guys. And that's why we bring you more and more and more. Today is a great show. I love doing what I do. I love talking with people that are not afraid to come out into the world and help all of us understand how to overcome obstacles, how to move beyond the beyond. But before I jump into that, I need to just like Mr. Benny, how are you, B? Hey, what up, Pat? Ah, love, love. And I love the emails, Benny, we've been getting from people about what I shared about dropping a big chunk of ice on the fires in Western Washington. Oh, no kidding, right? Nice emails. They're saying, you know, did you get that information from that little eight or nine-year-old? Did you get that over to the people to be? We actually did send an email. Not sure if anybody got it. Great idea. Chunks of the glacier falling into the ocean. Catch them and drop them on the fires. Now, it was a pretty brilliant idea to be honest. And idea, and other say. people have already actually helped out and piggybacked. I don't know if you read I've uh, posted on my Facebook to uh, Anheuser-Busch is a local beverage company in the national scheme of things. They're actually sending out and making 50,000 cans of water for all the firefighters out here. So, kudos to them. Just wanted to give them a, a nice little shout out. I think that's very nice of them to do that. I think it's very nice. Mm -hmm. And this is what I love to say. Listen to your 8-year-old Listen to your nine-year-old. Listen to whatever year-old that is, because sometimes what happens is the innocence of imagination 
untainted by whatever years we got going on of stuff we think we're not able to do in life. Now, that's what today's show is about. You know, because when you think you're buttoned up against, yes, I did say that word, you're buttoned up against some kind of challenge, some kind of thing that you think is not going to happen in your life, you want to talk to somebody like my guest today, Amy Gibson. That's what you want to do. You want to stop and step back for a minute and say, wait a minute. Really? I can't do that? Well, here's what today's show is about. Now, many of you have heard me do multiple shows on this topic today. As a matter of fact, we brought a young woman into the studio that open-heartedly with her friends talked about what we're getting ready to talk about today and what it's like, life and love with hair loss. And why is that important? Because there is a voice and it is the voice of hair loss. And that's what Amy Gibson is talking with us about today. The, the young woman that I'm referring to came into the office, I mean, excuse me, came into the studio and did a show with Dr. Darvish. Why? Because there is a voice that needs to rise up when we're watching individuals, people that have challenges in life and, and say to themselves, I'm not going to step down. I'm not going to be held back. And that's what Amy is about. A- Emmy-nominated soap opera star, the voice of hair loss, and one of the leading personal hair loss consultants and innovators of wig designers for women in the U.S. And why is that? Because you know what? Some days you look at the challenges in your life and you step up and you say, wait a minute, there is something I can do and be of service to people. There's something I can know through my own experiences and demonstrate why I will not go quietly into the night. And whether it is a teenager that comes on the show and she and her friends do something extraordinary by all of them shaving their heads in support of today's conversation, or someone like Amy that says, wait a minute, I've got a personal experience. I know how to talk about it. There's this word, there's this thing, alopecia, there's this thing that I want to talk about that many people don't know about, but it is not going to hold me back. It's not going to have me go quietly into the, into, into the night. And I'm going to write about it in a book called Sex, Wigs, and Whispers, Love and Life of Hair Loss. Amy, it's great to have you. Welcome to the show. What a fabulous opening. You do incredible work. I am so excited to be here. Now, I don't know if you knew that we had done a show, um, oh, about six months ago with a local teenager who is the daughter of uh, one of the most incredible naturopaths in our area. And the story we did about this was she and two of her classmates um, decided that they were going to support her, you know, as her hair was coming out. Hmm. They all did the same with theirs. Uh, and it was a point. Uh, and I wanted to ask you about that. What it, when I talk about that, what come, what, how do you feel, Amy? Oh, my how God. Well, first of all, I wish someone had done that for me. Mm-hmm. Because when I lost my hair, um, I started losing it at 13 and a half when I was on a show called Love of Life. And I was playing the first teenage alcoholic runaway. And it was maybe five months doing the show. And I was in the wardrobe room, the makeup room in the morning. And I would always kid around with the hairdresser, and he said, oh, put your head over, let me brush your hair. And he said, you know, you got a bald spot the size of your palm of your hand. And I thought he was kidding. And then he gave me a mirror, and I, it was so interesting. I mean, when do you really see your scalp, right? I mean, when do you really see that? So at first I was intrigued, 
And then I must have watched some kind of documentary on leprosy because that's the first thing that came up for me. Yeah. And yeah. I started freaking out. So if so, and there was nothing about alopecia. There was nothing being talked about any baldness or hair loss or anything. So if somebody had, if there was someone like me in the marketplace, it would have made my journey so much easier, which is why I work so hard seven days a week to make everyone else's journey easier because I understand all of the emotions and fear and confusion that accompany this. So when I, when you ask me, how do I feel? It's like, mm. oh God, the fact that somebody would do that for their friend or their family is just, it just blows me away. It fills my heart. And, you know, what we'll do is we'll get the pictures that we have and we'll make sure that you get a copy of that and also a copy of the show we did with them so that you oh, can have yeah. access to it for your website and to get the word out because you're absolutely right. Yeah, you and I get to sit here. I'm a bit older than you, but we get to sit here and we get to talk about life's experiences as they were dealt to us. And as we've gotten beyond them and share the experience, strength and hope from all of that, right? But wait a minute, when I was a teenager... No, I didn't have a voice. What was it like for you? Well, I was in the public eye, right? Mm -hmm. I was on a show. I had mm -hmm. started acting very young. I was nominated for the Emmy by the time I was 14. And so when I started losing my hair at that age, there were bald spots, and you could take cortisone shots, and it would bring the hair back, which still exists right now. Mm -hmm. However, it doesn't prevent other hair loss from taking place, yeah? So I did that, and my big challenge was to make sure that the minute I felt that little underground or pimple, which is what I would feel, mm -hmm. I immediately got a shot there so that I would have that spot filled in, in in preparation for the next one. So I really had this game going with this thing. My fear was that, you know, I was brought up to be a pro golfer, mm. yet I kept turning down all the things that further your career as an actor, all those golf tournaments, the yeah. the PR stuff, and they'd say, why? And they'd say, you know, Clairol wants to book you for your gorgeous mane of hair. I was known for this gorgeous mane of hair that I had. And I'd say, oh, you know, <clears throat> I'm, um, yeah, I'm, I'm using this other thing from Europe, and uh, I, I don't think that would be, I'm really loyal to this company. It would be difficult for me to say I use Clairol when I don't. <sighs> I got out of that one. When they would want me to book me, I would be so scared that the wind would blow and you'd see my bald spots. Wow. Even if I'm wearing a hat, you can't cover up everything. It was by my nape, some of them. But I would keep on making excuses till they finally got discouraged to book me. Um, so for me, it was always finding ways around and, and, and thinking three steps ahead. That was my main challenge. What can, even when I went dancing, because I studied dance for a long time, boy, I had it down. I'll tell you, I did the headband. I found ways to cover them. It was constant, constant work for me. So it was always walking a tightrope for me when I was younger. Mm. Wow. You know, and this is really part of the conversation here today for everybody tuning into the show. You know, it's what is it that we can learn from each other about the walk of courage that maybe, maybe, maybe some of us in life might have to take? And what is it about Amy who has now come forth and is talking about you know, having this voice in the world that is so inspirational in a world we live in where we're so afraid of not looking right, not being right, not wearing the right clothes, not showing up with the right backpack. What's the message we want to leave in the world for our children and generations to come? 
We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk with Amy, Amy Gibson about this and way much more. Stay tuned, folks. We'll be right back with the show. Holistic Medical Center is where you find it all. A healthy space with doctors who care, see, and listen to the whole you. Hi, this is Dr. Darvish. If you have not found an answer to your chronic symptoms, you will find answers here at Holistic Medical Center. Our doctors find the root cause of your symptoms and guide your body towards healing naturally. We transform lives from within. Visit drdarvish.com or call 425-451-0404. My dream is to end homelessness. My passion is living a green life. My dream is to end poverty. My passion is volunteering. My passion is making a difference. My dream is to cure Lyme disease. My passion is rebuilding communities. My passion is helping those in need. My passion is caring for the elderly. My dream is to find a cure for cancer. My dream is to leave a better world for my children. We all have that special passion, that lifelong dream that drives us to live our lives with meaning and to create a better world. No matter what drives you, we can all make an impact. Dr. Pat Basile is helping others make their dreams come true so we can all help make our world a better world. To learn more about how Dr. Pat is building a community of sharing hope, strength, funds, knowledge, and information, visit abetterworldcrowdfunding.com today. That's abetterworldcrowdfunding.com. Do you want to transform your life's trauma and challenges into the gift that your life was meant to be? It's time for you to take control of your soul journey to heal, grow, and shine. Manifest your destiny with Wendy Wolf, soul transformer, energy, and psychic healer. To start your soul journey, contact Wendy at healgrowshine.com or email Wendy at wendy at wendyrwolf.com and start your adventure today. How would you like increased health and vitality? How would you like to avoid the onset of disease as well as slow the aging process? This is all possible through a simple, safe, and natural process. Every day we are either moving toward wellness or away from wellness. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. I'd like to be your partner in achieving optimal health. Contact me now at MaryJaneMack.com or call 425-392-0659. Visit MaryJaneMack.com. Hey, everybody, welcome back. It's so great to have you all tune us in, turn us on. It is such an honor to be here with all of you on the Dr. Pacho Transformation Talk Radio. Uh, and whatever, I, I don't even know how you're listening to the show right now. Many of you have been emailing us, telling us, you know, where the show is being heard and we're grateful for people that pick it up because we have a special place on our website that says if you like what we're doing play it 
Uh, thank you all for all of that. And it's kind of like, you know, an opening to talking with Amy Gibson here, the voice of hair loss. You know, if you like it, play it. And this is what we're talking about today. You know, what is it that the message is in the world today? How can we have a voice? But how can we have a voice about something that many, many people, you know, are really struggling with? And how do we take it to the forefront without shame, without guilt? And that's what this book, Sex, Wigs, and Whispers, is really about. Where do we find the strength within ourselves, within our practices of spirituality, within the world we live in, to stand tall, to be proud, and be a voice for others that may need to borrow our faith? Amy, it's great to have you here. Thank you for joining me here today. And thank you for a really, really cool book, which we're going to talk about here. But let's talk a little bit about what this is like. You know, what is, some people don't know what alopecia is. I mean, maybe they they did hear the show we did. But what was this like for you? You know, is it true what I said about the guilt and about the shame and about the fear? Here's the deal. I think it still exists. I think it's Mm -hmm. less than what it was when I went through it over 20 years ago. Um, And remember, I lost all my hair at 30. Mm. So from 13 to 30, I was taking those shots, and the hair would be, keep coming back. But here's what I feel about the shame and the guilt. It's why I work so hard to get the word out, because if there's one person you can identify with that you know you're not alone, then you, then you know you're not weird, you know you're not a freak, you don't know what this thing is. Alopecia is an immune disorder. It has to do when the white blood cells thinks it has a disease and it fights against themselves and it results in hair loss. There are several different types of alopecia and it goes in different stages. Alopecia areata are round patches, which is what it starts out with. Under 20, it comes and goes. A lot of times you may get your hair back, sometimes you won't. That's why it's called the mystery disease. Alopecia totalis is when it moves into the next stage where you lose all your topical head hair, yes, on your head. And alopecia universalis, which I just went into a few months ago, at the end of writing this book from the stress, I think, um, was, because it really was quite cathartic for me, uh, that's the removal of all body hair. You lose, you lose all pubic, arm, leg, nose, eyelashes, and eyebrows. And that's intense, because that was like me starting all over again. Mm. However, you know, because of the subliminal messages, in commercials and everywhere we look, we as women, as far back as ancient times, have been attached to our hair. Let's look at that for a moment. In ancient yeah. times, wigs and hair, they were looked at as stature, okay, a stature of wealth and nobility. And now they're looked on as a, as a form of self-expression. And if a woman can realize that, number one, there are 64 million, <clears throat> pardon me, women, in the U.S., millions more worldwide, especially in the U.K., dealing with hair loss from a variety of medical conditions. If you could understand that the wig and extension market is a 10 billion, not million, billion dollar market, then you're looking at almost over 35 to 40% of women today are wearing hair for some reason on some level. Now, the shame and the guilt, we gotta let go of that. The whole Mm. reason I came out with Sex, Wigs, and Whispers was because I was inundated for years. This book took me seven years to write. And I would put it down, and I would add more, and I would go through some more stuff personally. I'd say, oh, wait a minute. I'm I'm still in my transformational moment. I still have to go through this. I was through with the book. 
when I lost my brows and my eyelashes. But I went, uh-oh, wait a minute, this is happening. I, I have to write about this. Yeah. So I added bye-bye brows. Yeah. Right? So yeah. Um, the guilt and the shame still exist. However, if you realize that there is nothing to feel guilty about, if it's a, if, if it's a condition that there's nothing you can truly be responsible for. Now, if some of alopecia can come from stress, mm-hmm. they have been term- they've been coining alopecia now for any form of hair loss. But it really is an immune disorder. That's why I always say to people, get a hormone test, get your panels done, get your liver panels done, get your iron panels done. Because if any of those things are off, those will attribute, okay? Um, my husband's been doing hair tissue mineral testing for years. Wow. And you wouldn't believe what comes up with people's minerals, because if your minerals are off, it's just like gas in a car. You don't go anywhere, or you don't go as fast or as well. So I believe that there is no more guilt or shame. It's what you decide your perception is of your hair. And if we're still attached to our hair, when I lost mine and when a woman loses hers, you know, I've always felt that women that go through any type of hair loss, especially alopecia, they're really special because we have to now look so far beyond the external, which is what we've been attached to, to find out what makes us tick, what makes us special, what makes us different, what makes us beautiful besides our hair. Normally, you never have to ask that question unless you're forced to, or unless you become aware or spiritual, right? Right. So the, the guilt and the shame doesn't have to be. It's if you choose it to be. Much of what this book is about is taking something that are lemons and turning it into lemonade. And, you know, there are some very painful moments in this book. There's some very yeah. funny moments in this book, which yeah. we'll go over in this interview. Yeah. And... When you talk about shame and guilt, I'll tell you about something that happened on one of my dates. And I always say that you really need to know somebody a long time, or at least let them know your heart before you tell them about something as personal and as special right. as right. hair loss. Because I think hair loss is your power. It's not, it's not losing your power. You gain something with hair loss. Women with cancer are my heroes. Yeah. Because they not only have to figure out how to stay here and want to fight hard to stay here for their loved ones and their family and their friends and their job and everything else. But then they got to deal with the hair loss on top of it, right? So they have a double yeah. whammy. And are they going to really take on guilt and shame? They're too busy surviving, honey, right? So I say, let's change your perception about hair loss. Let's look at the fact that, yes, you may have some hair loss, but you're not dying. You're not dying. And when this person on a date had the nerve to say to me, well, if I kiss you, am I going to die from it? Are you fa- Is that fatal? Right. Now, if I was in my real emotional, insecure place, I would have freaked out when he said that. But I had gotten a handle on it. And I had rehearsed in the mirror a lot, my elevator speech. Even if I had to bluff my way through it, I was not going to stop my life from my hair loss. I now had to figure out a way to, to date, right? So I turned to him, and instead of getting really defensive and freaked out, or start to eat and drink, right? <laughs> what do you do when you're yeah. freaked, you know? Um, I said, you know, let me tell you what this is so you're aware. No, you won't, you, won't, you won't die if you kiss me, and you won't die if you make love to me. And the exchange of fluids have nothing to do with alopecia or hair right. loss, and you need to put them at ease. But in answer to your question, uh, there's still guilt and shame. I'll tell you where a lot of the guilt and shame exists are the smaller cities in the southern part of this country. Oh, yeah. And in Europe, where they really are, are not aware and they don't have access to information as easily. And... It is amazing when a woman calls up and says, my wig's going to fly off because that's their biggest <laughs> fear. And I said, really, don't you know about wig tape? Wig tape? What's wig tape? I'm like, what? Right. 
You know, so in answer to your question, it still exists, right. but it's if you care for it to exist. It's going to be up to you. I love what you said in the book. I think there was a point that I read in the book where you were talking about just the same thing. Uh, and your answer was, oh, my hair. Oh, that's a boring subject. Let's right. talk about something more interesting. I think it was along those lines. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to use that that answer that you had right there for just about five or six other things <laughs> in my life. You know, you know, I just, I loved it because right away, right, we get into this thing where, oh, wait a minute, I need to depend myself, defend myself and something. But this was brilliant. Yeah, but the secret is with that is you don't stop there. Then you move on to another subject. If exactly. You sit on it, yeah. And it ruins the moment. So if you're going to use that, it's called broaching the subject in the book. If you're yeah. going to use that one, then you better be prepared to move on. I usually would say, oh, please, it's a boring subject. Well, we got to go to the movies. Yeah, exactly. And really follow up with that because if you don't, you're going to get stuck. You're going to get stuck. And But you take people through this. And this is what I love about what you did here in the book, Amy. I mean, Thank you know, you. first of all, you know, many people know that I read these books. And, you know, my listeners know that. But one of the things I so love about it is that, you know, you are giving us tools not just from a physical point of view, because you definitely do that, but you're giving us emotional, spiritual, and mental tools in this book. Yes. You know, even from the affirmations that you put forth in here. I mean, I love the one affirmation, and I'm, I'm going to hope I'm going to get this right. I think it was something like, as I challenge my fears, I become more strengthened and empowered. Something like that, you write one of the affirmations in the book. And that is so important because what's happening in the world in so many ways and especially around how we look, our security is, we're walking around with a level of fear that I don't know that we quite know what to do with. What are you finding? The I'm not good enough because I lost my hair thing. Ah. That's what I'm finding is more yeah. present and was present for me. And that's yeah. why I try to say to women, we are not our hair. However, I got to tell you, I'm not comfortable going out with my, my without my hair. I'm not. Hair feels better for me. I yep. like hair on, okay? With my clients privately at Created Hair, when I see them privately in, in my studio in Westwood in Los Angeles, mm -hmm. I always take my hair off with my clients to let them know they're not alone. And when I do Amy's Wig Workshop for free yep. that I do on Wednesdays yep. here, I sit there without my hair. It's important for them to understand that it's not mm -hmm. the worst thing in the world. There are things, this book is about ladies. <laughs> you can have a life. You can make love. You can have fellatio. You can give a pedicure. You can take a jacuzzi with your man and you can take a shower. You can work out and you can dance. And guess what? All you need are the tools, the right wig, the right way to approach a date, the right way to approach your employer, the right way to approach a hug before someone almost takes my, you know, your hair with it, like like one of my relatives did when I was much younger. I was getting a hug, and I, she didn't know, and <laughs> my hair started to go with her, and I was like, oh, my God. So if you know what to do, there is no fear. The unknown I is the only this. thing that's fearful. I know. I love this. And, you know, that what, what I love about what you're talking about is this is a message that doesn't really brush the conversation under the carpet, but brings it forth in the carpet so that we can get to experience all the different layers of it. And any of you out there, if you've ever been in a scenario that Amy just talked about, which I've been in where one of my bracelets got caught on somebody's hair. And, oh, my God, the problem with that was, Amy... Both of us were laughing so hard 
that we almost had to go change our underwear. That's how funny that was. And it took 20 minutes to get untangled. Let's take a short break, everyone. (laughs) We'll be right back. Sex, wigs, and whispers. When we come back, I'm going to give you lots of information about this, about Amy, and about how you can support others. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. She'll be the death of me, at least we'll both be numb And she'll always get the best of me, the worst is yet to come But at least we'll both be beautiful and stay forever young This I know, this I know Chris Stainis is a spiritual leader and healer and teaches a course on how you can transform your life through a meditation and healing system that will manifest your spirit's dreams. She manifested the Women of Wisdom Conference, the Women of Wisdom book, and this radio show. And she can show you how to change your life, too. Are you ready? Visit the website and contact her at VoicesOfWomenToday.com. That's VoicesOfWomenToday.com. Are you feeling broken from your relationships? Are you second-guessing yourself about friends, family, and lovers? Tune in to the hit show that's creating a buzz in the love-seeking community. Love Seeker Radio, finding love for your authentic self with renowned love coach Heather Lynn. Tired of dissatisfying relationships? Kiss them goodbye and power up your love-seeker energy. Coach Heather Lynn reminds you that you can just be you, the beautiful and perfect you. Visit heatherlynncoaching.com to learn more. In retirement, will you have enough money to live life on your terms? Everyone has retirement questions, so ask Ameriprise Financial Advisor Jeff Packman about the new Confident Retirement Approach. You and Jeff can break down retirement planning step-by-step to get the real answers you need. Call Jeff Packman, Financial Advisor, today at 425-453-0272. Office is located at 601 108th Avenue Northeast, Suite 1800, Bellevue, Washington, 98004. The confident retirement approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., member of FINRA and SIPC. Let the transition begin. Tune in to the hit show, Majestic Insights Radio, Success for Life's Transitions, with host Carrie Keith. Carrie is a gifted intuitive coach, healer, and teacher who will lead you through her empowering techniques of ancient wisdom and awareness so you can live your happiest, healthiest, and most vibrant life. Let Carrie teach you the tools of transformation that will help you experience success for all of life's transitions. To learn more about Carrie, visit www.majesticinsights.com. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Benny, good job on that. Amy Gibson joining me here today to voice of hair loss. But the book is amazing. For those of you out there, I know that you are... You are so relating to what we're talking about today on the show, and we're just warming up here. Uh, Sex, wigs, and whispers, uh, love and life with hair loss. Amy Gibson joining me here today. You know, I want to make sure that those of you out there know exactly how to find out more about Amy and share the wealth. Pass this around. 
Uh, and we also have something incredible to give away. Amy, what's the best way for people to get a copy of the book to find out more about you? And, and tell us a bit about what we're giving away here. Okay. So they can get the book on Amazon, Sex, Wigs, and Whispers, Love and Life with Hair Loss. That, or love, life and love, love and life. Um, the second thing is createdhair.com, C-R-E-A-T-E-D, hair.com. And uh, you can write me at amy at created hair with a question and give me a day and I'll get back to you because I get a lot of emails. And, um, you know, many years ago, I was working out at a gym before there were very lightweight pieces like the ones I design because I have the water wig you swim with and other things that are very light so women can have active lives and, and have a real life and be intimate and be able to swim and everything, which I was never able to do. But I was at this gym and I had a whole routine. I would obviously perspire terribly in these heavy wigs. I would put my dry wig in a plastic bag. I would take out, I would go into a bathroom stall, and this would be maybe five minutes in total. I would take out the dry wig. I'd put the wet wig in the plastic bag. I would clean my head with towelettes. I'd spread out my, my comb and my brush and my wig tape, and I'd have everything spread out, and it would take me two, three minutes, boom, 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 and I'd put the wig on. Except this one day, there was no bathroom stall available. The place was packed. I had just lost my hair. So I was so in trauma because I had like a mini nervous breakdown when I lost my hair Mm. for four days. And I had just come up and started to work out again. And I said, gosh, no stall available. There's a handicap stall over there with a shower curtain. Hmm. You know what? I got this down. I'll just go in real quick. Unfortunately, as my head was turned over and everything was on the counter there, a woman in a wheelchair happened to pull across the shower curtain and screamed at me, obviously. I was not handicapped like her, God forbid, but, you know, I felt handicapped in my own right, but certainly nothing like what she was dealing with. And she cussed me out, and everybody saw me bald, and I was freaked out, and I slapped my wig on. I'm sure it was on backwards. And as I was trying to pick up everything, everything kept falling. And I grabbed everything, and I ran to my car, and I cried for like an hour. I said, you know, one day... (sighs) Sorry. Mm. One day, I am going to create... Two things. Sorry. Oh, I'm going to create okay. a wig that I can work out in. They'll be really light, that I can actually leave on while I shower. And it will dry naturally and quickly right back into shape without any maintenance or styling tools. And I can sit like any other woman putting my makeup on and feel normal. And I'm going to create some kind of bag that doesn't look like a plastic bag or a box, it's obvious, but something that's going to look like a, a designer bag that would have another bag inside that would hold a wet or dry wig, be completely waterproof, that would reduce matting and frizz in hair so it would be in good condition, mm-hmm. and then it will hold, the other part of the bag will hold everything I need in one place instead of spreading everything out. And many years later, I created the rescue bag that just came out, R-E-S-Q bag, that just came out that looks like a designer bag and it's been fabulous and then many years ago I created the first women's swim wig with cyber hair and now I have the water wig so everything I do has an intention behind it everything I don't just create stuff to create it I create it out of the need that I know is present that I would like to have available to me and those needs of clients of mine that go you know I wish I had something on this part of the cap for this that I have a sore head from from brain surgery, I work with a lot of burn victims, yeah. and and their head caves in, you know, on one part when they've been burned. And what do you do for that? Okay, so now I created something for burn victims, so they're more comfortable. So everything I do is with an intention, everything. 
And so the rescue bag, we're giving one away today. Yeah. Uh, it comes in bubblegum pink, comes in leopard. I think I have some left in black. Okay. And um, let's give a couple of them away. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, whoever writes yeah. in. And yeah. uh, give me their information. I'll be happy to send one out. And for any woman who has extensions, they hold the extensions really well. A lot of people are funny enough buying the mini bag that's sold separately also inside. That little bag, the wig bag that comes with the rescue bag is also sold separately. Those are being sold to women that have breast prostheses. So instead of carrying their breast prostheses home from the store in an obvious box, yeah. now it's in a really pretty bag that no one can see. Oh wow! And you know this is this is a beautiful gift, a beautiful, beautiful gift. And for those of you out there, many of us know people that are going through whatever they're going through, and understand what the journey might be like for them. But until you actually go through it, you know, you know, this is what the gift of having this kind of challenge does. It brings us to the forefront, just like it's bringing Amy to the forefront to help other people and to. To really do it in a way where we're honoring who each of us are. Let's open up the phone lines, doing it to the first caller, one at a time. This is what I love about this. 1-800-930-2819. Mr. Benny, we'll get your call. We'll take your information, and then we'll give another bag away as we're, as we're doing this. You know, this is, this is really interesting, right, this conversation, and I want to talk about it for a little bit in the context of, you know, what we go through in the challenges in life. You know, some of us went through tough childhoods. You and I were chit-chatting a little bit about that yeah. before. Uh, you know, th- things that we would never think in a million years we'd be on air talking about, Right. But here we are, and we are talking about it. I want to ask you this question, and I, I am probably going to skip the break coming up here. Um, you know, I would love to know from you what some of these challenges, what they, what you've, you have learned from them, if you have learned, some of the challenges in your life. Because we're talking right now about hair loss, but that doesn't mean that's the only thing. And, you know, they'll look at folks like you and like me and they'll think, wait a minute, these two have got it going on. You know, for sure they're going to look at Amy and say, wow, you are absolutely stunning. Really? But if I had it going on, do you think I'd still be emotional over it like I was just now? That's exactly why I'm asking you okay, this question. Okay, so this book was, <laughs> Sex, Wigs, and Whispers was very cathartic for me. And yeah. I was actually very surprised writing it, how much stuff came up for me. Yeah. And I thought, well, God, I thought I was done with that. You know, I started my company never thinking I was going to go into this. I was producing at the time, and I hurt my back, and all my discs collapsed, and I was mm. given a 50% chance of ever walking again, and the lower part of the extremities of my body could not hold up. So I had to be lifted out of bed, bathed, and put back into bed until I could learn how to walk again. And during that time, everything I was doing in production, I would get a deal and it would fall apart. I would get a deal at a studio, I'd be in development, fall apart. But yet, the left side of me, the phone side at the bed, I kept getting phone calls from my hair loss support groups asking me questions. Oh, Amy, I haven't been here, but, you know, we, we want to get a wig, and, you know, uh, this happened, or, you know, I have a date with this guy. What do I tell him? And I have to go to work, and, you know, my boss looks at me from above on the computer, and there's a big light there, and all these questions. And it got to be so busy that I realized, well, geez, I'm sitting here. I better charge $15 an hour, you know, a phone call. And I would talk for maybe 20 minutes. And that got so busy. But I realized, wait a minute, I got it, because I kept asking God, why are you having me sit still like this? 
this is the most pain I've ever felt with. I want to literally die. Take me. If you're going to take me, I don't do pills, I don't do drugs, but find a way to take me because I can't deal with this pain. And then when I got well and I started walking again and, and, and treatments that were given, that I, I was out of pain, I started going in my car with wigs in my car to all of the cancer centers I was associated with and the hair loss groups, and I would take orders on ready-made wigs. And then I would go to my wig makers and I'd say, you know, I want you to teach me because I want to do this for women. I think this is what I'm supposed to do. I really got it. I kept asking, okay, Louise Hayes, I'm reading about you. Please tell me what this is supposed to mean. So then it got so busy that I brought it into my my one-bedroom apartment. Then it got so busy I built a studio. But during the time that I was stuck in bed, I had an overwhelming urge to make eyebrows. Don't ask me why. I had only $11,000 to my name, Mm -hmm. and I used every bit to bring in this guy to help me design eyebrows. And I never did anything with them. And when I started to walk again and get my business going, I said, hmm, I want to put those eyebrows on like home shopping or something, and I couldn't find glue. And someone told me about a glue guy that to this day I have not met. And we would talk on the phone, and six months into it, he said, so you keep on telling me you have this idea for some kind of swim wig. I said, uh-huh. yeah, I've cut my napes off my wigs for years. I don't feel that women need to have all that material. And when a man feels the back of her neck which he, when he's going to kiss her it's the biggest fear I don't want him feeling it I always cut my nape short and I have a design that nobody has and he said well you know Adirans is the largest company in the world and they're in Vegas right now and you should go hang with them I said I don't hang if they want to meet me they can sign paperwork and they can fly me up there or they can come down here and several weeks later some from their company came into LA and long story short they put up all the money for the first women's swimwear now if I had not made those eyebrows Five years later, I would not have been looking for the glue and would not have been led to what I'm doing. So it's an interesting thing, right? It is. I'm sorry. It is. Uh, It is fascinating. But what you're actually talking about is really beyond the idea of, you know, how do we go from point A to point B? Okay, let me go into that for a moment. Let's let's talk about somebody losing their hair. Okay? So I'm going to go from a place that you're noticed one spot. I'm saying... One spot is not enough to send you over the hill yet, okay? It could be stress. It could be alopecia. It could be nutritional. It could be some liver enzyme. It could be low iron. All right? It could be a number of things, so don't get crazy. Now, for those of you that are having more hair loss, there is a way around this because there are incredible things now, Pat, that were never out before. There are little top pieces you can clip in that just add some volume. What I'm saying is life is not over because of hair loss. You can walk through this. You can get the tools. If you have the tools for anything, for any type of challenge, if you have the tools, you can overcome the challenge. If we don't have the tools, you're, you're going blindly, trying to figure out your way. And that's what I had to do for years. So now let's look at the somebody, the somebody that has complete baldness. Yeah. You know, I felt like I, my sexuality and my sensuality had been stripped which is what most women feel. And then we have to say, wait a minute, I'm not my hair. But I sort of am because that has my sensual look. Okay, well, you're going to get a wig that could look and feel like you. Obviously, we know we're doing a created hair, but there are many good people out there. I can certainly lead you into the right direction if we're too far for you where you're at. Let me try to find someone good in your area. But when when there were no alternatives 20 years ago, there are tons of alternatives now. And the book really takes you through how to handle any situation, including any styling tips, so that the main thing I've realized is if you can look in the mirror, and whatever you're seeing in the mirror looks and feels energetically like you, 
and it looks like who you know you to be, that's 85% of the, 90% of the challenge. The other 10% is for you to go inside and say, wait a minute, I, I may have this, but I'm not dying from it. Mm. And I got to be grateful. I would keep reminding myself, God willing, thank you, God, my mom, bless her, rest in peace, would say to me, you know what? You're really lucky. I'd say, I'm lucky? I hate God for doing this to me. She said, don't you ever say that. She said, you've got two eyes, you have two breasts, you can hear, and God started, you can walk. You're luckier than half the women that are out there. How dare you not be thankful for those things? And when you change your perspective, you change your reality. It's all about the way you're looking at the hair loss. If you look at it like you're a victim and you're never going to go anywhere, which what happens with so many women and they stick in there, they stop dating, they stop socializing, all of a sudden their whole life becomes a hermit. That's why I wrote the book, because you don't have to be a hermit. You can literally do anything like any other normal woman. All you need to know is how. Mm. Does that give you any type of answer to what you needed? Yeah, and here's what I here's what I love about this because you know for me as I'm listening to you it's such a powerful message for women right now, so very important to be hearing you, Amy, come from such a place of heart opening authenticity because I know I know that listen we hear from our listeners all the time. And they will talk to us about a show they've heard, whether it's this show live or whether it's somebody in Australia that will hear this show next week. And we hear from them back about something they're hearing you say that goes beyond what you and I could possibly even imagine to give somebody strength to get up the next morning and feel halfway good about themselves see and that's what i that's what i love about your passion and your purpose but our hair loss does not define us our hair does not define us our spirit does and when you get in touch with your essence nothing and no one no one can take that away or duplicate that nobody can do that that's the secret with any type of challenge is to go wait a minute i'm more than this right i mean you read in the book you know that i was molested for seven years and i was told as a kid, you're stupid, you're never going to mount anything, you have a slight dyslexia, you're stupid, you're stupid, you're stupid. It took me so long to overcome the fact that not only was I not a black hole, which is what I felt like so much of the time, but that I was a woman. And you know what? I don't care what you think about my hair or about my abilities. I know what my spirit is. And I know that this person inside me is not, is not about my hair, even though I'm connected to it. What makes me special is that, and, and for every woman, is that every woman is special. Every woman, there's not one woman that can be duplicated. What they bring to their forefront, when they change their perception about their life, when they go, you know what, let me look at this hair thing for a minute. Okay, this is really horrible. I, I feel ugly. I feel so ugly. Most women feel ugly. When I lost my brows and my eyelashes, I felt ugly again. I felt like an alien. I really did. And I had to go, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm going to learn how to draw my brows on. And uh, I went to Nordstrom's, and I prayed to my mom, and I said, God, i got two hours between clients. Mom, I can't deal with this. I'm so good at drawing my clients' brows, I can't get the hang of it myself. And I just can't go out like this. I, 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 I lost them in, in a week. And I sat in, I said, please just point me to the right person. And I walk in, and I, this girl out of nowhere comes up to me, and it was crowded. There was no one available. And she goes, can I help you? And she wasn't dressed like a normal Nordstrom salesperson. I said, well, I'm sorry. I really need somebody who knows about brows. And she has me her, her, 
card. She goes, hi, I'm Christy. I'm the Nordstrom's Brow Specialist. Mm. And I thought, okay, so when you reach out, the reason I'm telling this story, when you reach out of being in the victim consciousness, when you say, I'm not going to be a victim, let me get proactive. The minute you become proactive is the minute you become successful with any type of hair loss. You have to stay out from being a victim. The only way to be to stay out of it is to get knowledge. The only way to stay out of that and, and is not only to get knowledge, but then be proactive with that knowledge. Not only are you going to read about it, but now you're going to go to a wig store, and you're going to ask the questions that I told you to ask, and you're going to shop for a wig the way I told you to be aware of. And you're going to know that you can't look at the color inside a store. You have to look at it in natural light. So you have a better chance of getting something that looks like you, so that in the end, it's not so... It's not so emotional it's it's not so overwhelming right yeah yeah and one of the things i'm really struck by about the book is you know it's not just about what you're sharing in the book but it's how you're sharing it it is so being shared from a place of vibrancy and thriving that it, it is one of these reads that when you pick up the book not only do we feel what it's like emotionally to experience this, but all of the ranges of emotion, but there's a level of empowerment in the way you've written this book where it's almost as if it's, it's a no nonsense. This is how you do it. And boy, let's go dance and go <laughs> to the beach. Let's go to dance. Let's go to the beach. Let's take a shower. This is how you do it. Right. And that's what I'm loving about you this. You do not have it's to not stop your about, life, ladies. You do not right. have to stop your life. Right. And, and it's not, and you know, for me, what I love about this, I think you picked this book up and, and folks, let me just tell you, whether you're losing your hair or not, you're going to learn how to live a really joyful, fun life because I'm looking at some of this stuff and I'm saying to myself, wait a minute, I don't even do this stuff. <laughs> I'm like, Amy, I, I mean, this is like you saying to folks, wait a minute. It's not about living a mediocre life. It's living a vibrant life. That's, that's, right. that's what I'm sensing right here with this. It is. It is. And not that there aren't challenges, Pat. You know, there's challenges. The, the, even the other day, because I'm going through the whole hormone stuff, right? And I'm very defensive about it. And so my husband said to me the other day, we're out. He goes, oh, honey, he said, um, before you go in for the shoot, you're, you're, you're a bit moist. I said, what? He goes, <laughs> you're, you're a bit moist. I said, we are not having this conversation. <laughs> he goes, but Amy, and you know, it reminds me that we are not perfect. We are imperfect in a perfect way, right? So for any woman that's out there that says, oh my God, I am never going to be able to live with a man. I have a boyfriend. How do I tell him? Is he going to run? Mm. Is there going to be a way that I could ever walk against the wind and not worry about my wig showing it flying up? Yes. Is there a way that I can enjoy and not be aware of my wig 12 hours a day when I'm wearing it? Absolutely. Is there a way that I can approach my family without freaking them out about my, about my hair loss? Absolutely. If you take an approach like that, you will never, ever be a victim to this condition. Wow. You know, I, I, I so thank you for doing what you do and joining us here today. Can we take a minute? I know the hour goes so quickly. Can we take a minute and, again, let folks know about how they can get a copy of the book, let them, let them know your website and how they can find out more. And I would just want to say to folks, if you go, if you go to the website, look at what people are saying 
and how grateful they are for everything that you're doing, Amy. So go ahead and let folks know the best way to find out more about you uh, and about get a copy of the book. You're so sweet. I appreciate that. It's on Amazon, Sex, Wigs, and Whispers by Amy Gibson, Love and Life with Hair Loss. And there's sexwigsandwhispers.com if you want to read a little bit about it. Yeah. There's a We've gotten some phenomenal reviews from people who bought the book, which yeah. I didn't even realize until I went on the other day. I cried when I read them. I was like, wow, I'm so glad I'm making a difference. Um, and then the uh, then created hair, C-R-E-A-T-E-D hair.com, is where we give you all kinds of emotional support and great wigs and great styles to look at and all kinds of ways and information on insurance and reimbursement and cancer and cancer hair loss and all the things you need to know. So again... You're in control. It's not in control of you. Awesome. I love, love that I get to spend time with you, Amy. Thank you so much. And please let me know how I can support you. I have one last question. Yes, please. Um, What's your personal message? What would you like to leave us with today? I think I've said it throughout Mm -hmm. that hair loss doesn't stop you from being the woman that you are. It makes you a deeper woman. You don't have to stop your life. When you have the tools, you can do anything. And again, most of all, I really believe that when we stay grateful for the things that we do have, the things that we don't have diminish a bit. And when we take that perspective, even though it's really hard when you know your life is falling apart or that your looks are not there or that, I mean, certainly, you know, uh, I've been rejected by men and it, it, it you know, I, I told them too soon or I made some mistakes along the way and you learn from that. But I think overall, the message I want to leave with every lady listening that may be dealing with hair loss is it's okay. You're not alone, number one. There are terrific resources. There are terrific support groups. If you go to National Alopecia Foundation, uh, National Alopecia Areata Foundation, naaf.org, there are support groups all over the country that you can join. You can certainly reach me at Amy at Created Hair. Uh, I do Skype calls three times a week, three hours a day all over the world, and I'm available. So if I'm not on the road, I'll try to, you know, certainly answer as quickly as possible. And most of all, I think that you have to realize that hair loss does not define who we are. Again, Mm. our essence and our spirit is who speaks through us, yes? I love it. And it's all about keeping our hearts singing and not letting our our voice die from something just from hair loss. You can't. Mm. And when you look at it in the bright perspective, you'll get through it. So one, get the tools you need. Learn about this product. Learn about the condition you're dealing with, number one, so you have a handle on that. Make sure you know what you're talking about. Get your levels done. Get your hormone levels. There's a great woman named Susie Shooter. Um, you can look her up, S-C-H-U-D-E-R. She's really good with hormone hair loss as well. That's great. 